Hello, amazing people. This is an inspired podcast. I'm going to see if I can put this together because I'm going to speak off the cuff. I just was completely inspired to talk about this. So here's the thing. Last night I watched a movie on Netflix and I was looking for something lighthearted. And so I watched a movie that said it was a comedy. (laughs) It was not a comedy. (laughs) It was not a comedy at all. It was a complete heart-wrenching, heartwarming drama. It was a, but it was like, you know, an hour and 40 some minutes of like going through, you know, the emotional gauntlet. (laughs) Now it it turned out to be just what I needed. (laughs) So, so let me back up and say, are you going to listen to your intuition or what? (laughs) So I was like, I need something. I need something that's, you know, I want to watch something. I do. I do know that I, I, I felt called to watch something. Right? My intuition said, just tune out, you know, take a break from thinking about things and trying to figure stuff out or, or just you know, tune into something else. And my, my thinking part was like, well, I should go watch a comedy. And I started looking at like, I mean, do I watch an old Monty Python? I mean, like was really looking in the, the, the comedy genre and then I saw this this movie, and I was like, oh. And I thought, well, it says it's a comedy. And I watched it because I was able to sort of talk myself into it by saying, well, they said it was a comedy. Even though my intuition, something about it was 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 really loud. This is not going to be what you think it is. But, well, they say it's a comedy. So, you know. I kept looking for the funny parts. (laughs) There was no funny parts, right? So all this to say, right, you're going to get things that people are telling you. You're going to get things that are labeled the way that they're labeled, whether it's a person, right, who has the quote-unquote background or the resume or the job that seems to mean they would they'd be one type of person or the movie that says it's something else but your intuition knows better my intuition knew it wasn't the comedy and my intuition also knew this is big this would be a good one to watch and it wasn't the only one I could have watched there was other ones that I also that also could have been great for me to watch last night that would have been helpful in in the ways that would have been helpful so here's the thing we have these these parts of us that want to believe others we have these parts of us that maybe don't know to believe ourselves we have parts that have been trained in this stuff but there's parts of us that maybe don't want to seem contrary or argumentative right we want to we want to please others we're going to navigate life right and there's going to be a there's going to be, a, I'm going to say a lot, but there's going to be a, we can at least say a fair number of times where things are not what they're labeled to be. I'm going to talk about something that was <laughs> such a shock. So when I became a parent and I was like, hey, my kids were a certain age. I was like, let's go watch some of these movies that I watched, you know, when I was a kid. And they were, I don't know, 11 right? Maybe 10 or 11. And come to find out, 
I was want to turn these movies on. And I was like, whoa, the content in these movies was not, I was almost like, let me cover your eyes or in your ears or both, right? <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? And it happened a couple of times, right? Well, you know what? I didn't know this, but when I was growing up, and keep in mind, I'm Gen X, so I grew up in the in the 70s and 80s. There was no PG-13 rating for movies. You had G, <clears throat> PG, and R. That was it. And so these movies, if you'd go back, and in fact, there are websites where parents have gone back and said, listen, if, if these would have been rated now, these would all be PG-13 movies. So be careful, parents, right? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, they didn't even have, they didn't even have a PG-13 rating, right? Now, I'd have to go back, right, this was years and years ago, and say, well, what did my intuition say about, about watching them, right? What did I expect? But it's another example of, right, da, da, da. fast forward, I have a degree in education, right? I ended up unschooling my kids. I have so many conversations with grandparents, for example, who grew up and, and went to school like in the in the 50s and and I have to say school is not what you remember it to be (laughs) the same thing with the way that the you know the economy is now and and whether you could just you know pop out of out of out of school get a job on one income right in in the United States and or you know make enough to have a house there's a there's a a popular tv show growing up where the the dad was a shoe salesman and he had a house a family and and she was a stay-at-home mom and he was a shoe salesman and that was normal like you could have a job like that and you could have a house this is not an economic discussion but all this is to say is that people who grew up in a different time have all of these assumptions when people say get a job go to school do this do that right assumptions oh, i'm gonna watch this movie it's rated this assumptions i'm gonna watch this movie for me last night it says it's a comedy assumptions there right oh well this person everybody else says this person is nice therefore i should be okay hanging out with them assumption right all of these assumptions, but those are not your intuition, right? Those are labels or those are, well, they're assumptions. So when you decide to live an intuitive life or you decide to follow law of attraction or you, you decide to let your intuition guide you, you are dipping into a completely different way of categorizing, navigating, deciding, who you hang out with, what you do, when you do it, right? And you take away these these sort of signposts and, and mile markers that just about everybody else is using to navigate. And to them, and even to yourself, when you're not used to it, it can look like you've completely gone off your rocker. Like, why? Why wouldn't you just do this or that? Why don't you trust so-and-so? Why don't you just go this way? Why are you making it hard on yourself? Why aren't you just doing it the way everybody else is doing? Now, of course, the way everybody else is doing is you're assuming, 
right? They're assuming that that's the best way or that's the, that's the happiest you can get or, right, all of those assumptions. But it really goes back to this thing about your intuition knows everything. It knows that that movie is not what you would call a comedy. <laughs> and to get even more in depth, it knows that it's not what, not, not just that it's not a, a comedy, that you wouldn't call it a comedy. Because keep in mind, some people's humor is different. And some things that people would call humorous, other people would not call humorous. And they would say that movie was really funny. And the other person would say, I didn't find that funny at all. Yes? And so that that intuition gets incredibly detailed and, and, and isn't is is incredibly detailed because that inner part of us, that gut, has a complete perspective that's not bound by, right? what you see, hear, feel, taste, and touch. And and certainly not bound by the label that they put on it at the ye old blockbuster, which was, a, for those of you who are older, which was um, back before they had streaming services, you had to actually go to a, a video store <laughs> to check a video out, like a library, and to go to a, a movie library. So there is this sense of loneliness that can come with living an intuitive life I'll be honest with you because it takes you out of that what everybody else is doing right it makes you an outlier like you're you're outside the bell curve Um, on the other hand your ability to sidestep problems or pick a movie that you wouldn't pick normally that helps you deeply move through a process, right? It's almost like a coaching session, right? That brings out appreciation in you, reminds you of what's important, right? Helps you get back on your, on track versus watching what you think you needed, which was like a complete escapist um, comedy, which wouldn't have helped you in the way that the movie that you watched did, right? So number one, it can make you feel lonely. Number two, it can make it difficult to have conversations with folks who aren't following the intuitive path when they say, well, why did you do that? What are you going to tell them, right? Well, and this is where you learn how, and if you've got kids, you, you help teach them to think about how you're going to talk about things before the, before it comes up. And depending on the the person that you're talking to, you could say something as, oh, I had a hunch. Or, well, sometimes you just, you know, you got to shake things up. Or, ah, oh, well, you know, sometimes you got to l- leap and then look, right? You can, you can have these little catchphrases that, you know, show that you use your intuition, but it didn't get too deep. But you can, you know, and depending on the person, but no, no, really, why'd you do it? You can look at them and you can say, listen, do you ever have something happen? You can't explain it, but you just knew it was the right thing to do. Everybody's had, everybody's had one of those. So you can, you know, shift the conversation into a serious thing. If there's no way you can talk about it without them saying, you know, that's crazy or you're this, you're that, you can say, oh, someday I'll tell you the story. <laughs> it's a good one and push it off until later. 
to talk about it because you can't point out, well, the ratings on this are phenomenal and we, and so we went. So there's the thing about loneliness, potential loneliness. There's a thing about you can't explain, right? But sometimes there's this thing where you can't explain and you're not even sure how it's unfolding yet. You're still in the middle of an unfolding, right? Like while I was watching that movie, <laughs> right? There's a couple of times my kid was like, hey, can you stop watching that movie when do something? And I was like, the, the part of me that wanted to watch a comedy was like, yeah, I should totally turn this thing off, you know, poop, you know, poo poo on this movie <laughs> for not being the comedy. But that gut, that intuition in me was like, stay with it, watch it to the end. Right. I could hear that the still small voice. I could feel that nudge. And I said to my kid, you know, I'll be up when this is over, you know, and they said, okay. And they went off and did their thing and had a great time doing other stuff because highest good is highest good, right? For all involved. And when that movie was done, that's when it all clicked. And I went, oh, gosh darn it, that's the message for me. So sometimes you're, you've pulled yourself out of an intuitive experience before you've reached the, the kernel or the, the point where you go, ah, right? And so it feels difficult, incomplete. You don't know how to talk about it. You feel incomplete, right? Now think about it. There may be times in your life or large topics in your life that you have not felt completion about, a large manifestation, especially in the area of relationships. This can happen where you don't have this sense of peace of having reached somewhere. Are you pulling yourself out of right? The learnings and the intuition guiding you through something because your brain keeps saying, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't, because in the moment, right? Watching the movie or being in those, those situations is slightly uncomfortable. It's stretching you, right? Or it's, and, or it's preparing you to pop into that place of epiphany or it's activating parts of you that are feeling vulnerable, right? And you're not practiced at being vulnerable. And so you push it away. I have, <laughs> so this is, this, this little podcast episode, uh, we'll see if I keep it. <laughs> I'm kind of all over the place on this. But it's like, it was like, I have something I want to say, but I haven't put it all together. I'm putting it all together with you here. My point is this, I have chosen long, long, long ago to live an intuitive life to the point where, and I'm not saying don't put your kids in school, but I have so many teachers in my extended family and I was a teacher of a degree in education, right? Secondary ed. When I decided to homeschool and then unschool, what... Uh, some people uh, took it personally, right? Like, why are you not? Ah, I just was following my gut. Looking back, looking back at 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 who who I've been able to be in my life. Looking at my kids, like 
it all makes sense now. At the time, it looked like I was just trying to be a contrarian. I was not. I wanted very, honestly, I wanted very much. There was a huge part of me, honestly, that wanted very much to just grow up and live a quote-unquote normal life. I wanted the white picket fence. I wanted to be able to make dinner at five o'clock every night, you know, um, be the stay-at-home mom that has these kids that, that, you know, would come home from school and we'd eat cookies. And I mean, it didn't turn out that way at all. It turned out way better for us, but it didn't look like anything that I could point to and show people and say, see, I did the thing that you're supposed to do. Oh no, just about everything I did ended up different. Why? Like, like what we're eating, the school, like even our sleep schedule, like how we move through life ended up being completely different, right? Why? Because it's customized. It's customized. When you live an intuitive life, you're living a customized life. You're living a life that is calling you, that is calling you from your unique perspective and who you are as a person, but also with this entire perspective that's your call it your entire soul, like the greater perspective of you, that the, your intuition knows more than just the labels, knows more what everybody else is saying. It knows everything and it's helping guide you based on where you are, right, to live the life that works best for you, including having those epiphanies, having that learning, having amazing times, right? But this customized life then doesn't look like everybody else's. Now, when you, if you, when you, if you are you, living this intuitive life, you'll find that you start attracting to other, attracting to you and surrounding yourself with other people who are also living these customized intuitive lives. (laughs) And when you do, when you have enough of those people around you, even just one, it's awesome because you can say, hey, look at my, you know, unique customized life. They're like, hey, look at my unique customized life. And then your unique customized life, right, in, in, in all those highest good ways, right, fits in with theirs. The timing and the hanging out and whether your kids get together or not and if you take vacations together or you hang out or they come over to visit or you just have phone conversations, whatever it is, you'll find that it's one. I had a conversation. It's just wonderful. I had a conversation with somebody whose, whose views in life, right. Are, are, are in some ways similar to mine and in some ways very, very different, but we both live these intuitive customized lives and we both value intuition and self-guided unfolding of who we truly are and from that place we can have conversations about anything with respect and you know even critical thinking and just there's nothing that we can't talk about even if we're coming from very different places because we have that as a basis So are people in your life that you're trying to be close with, whether they're at work or they're in your family or extended family, are they anchored to either because they want to, they like it, or because they don't, they don't know any different. Are they anchored to 
the traditional signposts of how you're supposed to live. And you're not, you're, you're anchored in an intuitive, customized life. And that difference is causing a lot of problems, right? Why don't you just do it this way? Shame, blame, right? Why, you do, why are you making trouble? How come you can't just, right? right? And then you're trying to fit in, trying to not fit in, right? All those things, right? Again, looking at that from a core, like the core perspective, are, are you doing it to yourself? Are you saying, I should be somebody who can have the white picket fence and do it normally? Are you thinking there's something wrong with you? Because you, you've already popped into the intuitive path, but you're, you didn't realize <laughs> the brochure didn't warn you that the intuitive path <laughs> would put you in this place where you've, you've untethered <laughs> from this general you know, way of living. And now you're like, Hey, how do you try to paddle back upstream? How do I get, how do I get back over there? This is, this has made me different. Are you fighting against it (laughs) instead of letting go and saying, all right, stream of intuition, take me where you will. And when I have enough epiphanies and I have enough joy and I've, and I've felt enough of knowing and realizing that this is awesome right? I'm happier than I've ever been. I'm clearer than I've ever been. I don't, my life doesn't look like I thought it would look like. They don't understand it, but you know, and, and, and I don't always understand what, where I'm going either, but I love myself. I love what's going on. I feel confident in being able to navigate my life with my intuition. I know that great things are coming for me. I can see all the great things around me now. I love this customized intuitive life, right? And then, Oh, if you have kids, oh, you know, put your, you know, as they put your helmet on, (laughs) because if you raise them to be intuitive, they are then on a path, even from that very young age where their lives are going to be customized, right? Now, highest good means it'll fit in all the highest good ways, but you know, here you are then raising kids that you might not be able to explain to other people why they're doing what they're doing. <laughs> it doesn't look the way you want. Now, <laughs> in order to do this, and this is why a lot of law of attraction talks about the basis of this type of life is freedom. You you can see, right, when you start picking this apart logically, how a rule-based society or a rule-based family starts to not work as well when you have these customized lives because rules everybody does this and everybody does that and everybody goes to bed at this time and everybody wakes up at this time these rules while they do create like sort of a well-oiled machine of behavior which is can be helpful in, in certain ways it doesn't allow for that allow for that customization right <clears throat> and so folks who live these intuitive lives are saying, well, listen, we're all listening to our intuition, so everything is going to work out well. Well, if you have people who are in an, in, in an intuitive system who don't have their intuition to, to guide them, I mean, everybody has intuition, but they don't know how to, 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 to tap into their intuition or they honestly refuse to tap into their intuition. They're looking for rules. They want these outside rules to guide them because they need something, right? And that can cause a lot of challenges, right? So 
it's it's something too like somebody would have a job right there they're in a job and and then somebody says well get this get this project done and they say great and they go to move through it intuitively right and maybe the boss or or the structure of the job says no no no, you have to do it this way right ever have that in math class like you have to show your work and you didn't do it the way we told you to do it but i came up with the answer i intuitively came up with the answer with by intuitively using math in the way that intuitively inspired me it's come up with an answer and the and even the way that i did the math felt right to me and the answer is correct and they say no you got to go back and do it this way and some folks who are very intuitive are can feel very frustrated about that, right? But even at work, no, you got to do it this way. Yes, but that's not the way that it's going to get. Are you results oriented or are you process following? Now, again, I'm not, I'm not saying there aren't times where following a process isn't important. And I'm not saying that living an intuitive life, there should be no processes at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is I'm bringing to light. I'm discussing, I'm sharing with the fact that even thinking about it in this way, thinking about what might be the struggle that you have at work or with a a certain person or where you might be struggling, right? Somebody might say, go do it, and they don't give you rules. And you're saying, well, I don't know what to do. They're not telling me how to do this, right? Even if you're living an intuitive life in in that project or in that way, like you take your intuition and you put it aside. I've had to tell so many clients, like, your intuition doesn't shut off just because you're at work. You still have it. And your intuition doesn't say, well, I only talk to you about personal growth and spiritual things. Oh, no, your intuition can help you do that that mundane, seemingly non-intuitive project at work. Your intuition can guide you in all things and in all places. It really can, right? Are you turning it off because it doesn't seem like it would be the time to use your intuition? And to start picking apart in your, in your life to start looking at and saying, okay, where am I relying on signposts where I shouldn't be? Where am I expecting signposts where there aren't going to be, right? Where do I fall on, you know, on the beautiful um, bar graph of where am I at and living a customized intuitive life? Where are the other people around me, right? And I'm not, and I'm genuinely saying not everybody on this planet is here to do that to live like that that's judgment everybody should live a customized intuitive life no like when you go back up to there's highest good for all who am i to say why a soul is here and what they're learning and what where their sweet spot is and and what i mean i they get in a session with me as a client i could totally (laughs) psychically tune in and go hey you know blah 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 but like in general i'm not going to put that rule on everybody either are you putting that rule on everybody too right and to go back and say are you going to listen to your intuition or what right and what does that mean do you know what it means do you have to know what it means (laughs) this all started because i watched a movie last night that said it was a comedy and it was not a comedy and it turned out to be a really great thing and it got me thinking about there's no PG-13 rating in the, in the 80s. And and how I, I said, well, I'm going to have to use my intuition then to decide what movies I show to my kids at what ages because, you know, because I'm, I can't, I'm not just going to rely on the ratings. And and that came in, turned into this 
discussion about this broader concept about what listening to and intuition is and how to live with it or not. 